0: Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today, we will be reading Job 8, 1 through 1022. 79 verses today. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, How long will you say these things, and the words of your mouth be a great wind? Does God pervert justice, or does the Almighty pervert the right? If your children have sinned against him, he has delivered them into the hand of their transgression. If you will seek God and plead with the Almighty for mercy, if you are pure and upright, surely then he will rouse himself for you and restore your rightful habitation. And though your beginning was small, your latter days will be very great. For inquire, please, of bygone ages and consider what the fathers have searched out. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing, for our days on earth are a shadow. Will they not teach you and tell you in utter words of their understanding? Can papyrus grow where there is no marsh? Can reeds flourish where there is no water? While yet in flower, and not cut down, they wither before any other plant. Such are the paths of all who forget God. The hope of the godless shall perish. His confidence is severed, and his trust is in a spider's web he leans against his house but does not stand he lays hold of it but does not endure he is a lush plant before the sun and his shoots spread over his garden his roots entwine the stone heap he looks upon a house of stones if he is destroyed from his place then it will deny him saying i have never seen you behold this is the joy of his way and out of the soil others will spring behold God will not reject a blameless man, nor take the hand of evildoer. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouting. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no more. Then Job answered and said, Truly, I know that it is so. But how can a man be right before God? If one wished to contend with him, one could not answer him once in a thousand times. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who has hardened himself against him and succeeded? He who removes mountains, and they know it not. Then he overtakes them in anger. Who shakes the earth out of its place, and its pillar, pillars tremble. Who commands the sun and it does not rise? Who seals up the stars? Who alone stretches out the heavens and trampled the waves of the sea? Who made the bear and Orion, the Pleiades and the chamber of the south? Who does great things beyond searching out and marvelous things beyond number? Behold, he passes by me, and I see him not. He moves on, but I do not perceive him. Behold, he snatches away. Who can turn him back? Who will say to him, What are you doing? God will not turn back his anger. Beneath him bowed the helpers of Rahab. How then can I answer him, choosing my words with him? Though I am in the right, I cannot answer him. I must appeal for mercy to my accuser. If I summoned him and he answered me, I would not believe that he was listening to my voice. For he crushes me with a tempest and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not let me get my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a contest of strength, behold, he is mighty. If it is a matter of justice, who can summon him? Though I am in the right, my own mouth would condemn me. Though I am blameless, he would prove me perverse. I am blameless. I regard not myself, I loathe myself. It is all one, therefore I say, He destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When disaster brings sudden death, He mocks at the calamity of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If it is not He, who then is it? My days are swifter than a runner. They flee away, they see no good. They go by like skiff of reed like an eagle swooping on the prey. If I say I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and be of good cheer, I become afraid of all my suffering. For I know you will not hold me innocent. I shall be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hand with lye, yet you will plunge me into a pit, and my own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man as I am that I might answer him, that we should come to trial together. There is no arbiter between us who might lay his hand on us both. Let him take his rod away from me and let not dread of him terrify me. Then I would speak without fear of him, for I am not so in myself. I loathe my life. I will give free utterance to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Let me know why you contend against me. Does it seem good to you to oppress, to despise the work of your hand, and favor the design, the designs of the wicked? Have you eyes of flesh? Do you see as man sees? Are your days as the days of man, or your years as man's years, that you seek out my iniquity and search for my sin? Although you know that I am not guilty, and there is none to deliver me out of your hand. Your hands fashioned and made me, and now you've destroyed me altogether. Remember that you've made me like clay, and you will return me to the dust. Did you not pour me out like milk, and curdle me like cheese? You clothed, my, you clothed me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews. You've granted me life and steadfast love, and your care has preserved my spirit. Yet these things you hid in your heart. I know that this was your purpose. If I sin, you watch me. And you do not acquit me of my iniquity. If I'm guilty, woe to me. If I'm in the right, I cannot lift up my head, for I'm filled with disgrace and look on my affliction. And were my head lifted up, you would hunt me like a lion and again work wonders against me. You renew your witness against me and increase your vexation toward me. You bring fresh troops against me. Why did you bring me out of the womb? Would that I had died before an eye had seen me, and were that as though I had not been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Then cease and leave me alone, that I may find a little cheer before I go, and I shall not return to the land of darkness and deep shadow, the land of gloom and thick darkness, like deep shadow without any order, where light is as thick as darkness. Well, in today's section we get uh, Bildad's first argument, another one of uh, Job's friends. And, and Bildad speaks and says, essentially, he responds to Job's plea, uh, plea from last time and, and begins with, how long are you going to say these things, Job? And, and the, let the words of your mouth be a great wind. You know, he, he doesn't believe what Job is saying, that he is innocent and righteous and, and that the Lord has still brought these things upon him. and and now he wants to die so Bildad seeks to comfort him by telling him again some true things but some things that are too wonderful for him to understand too big for him to understand and he says them very confidently but he said he begins with this God pervert justice or does the Almighty pervert the right if your children have sinned against him he's delivered them into the hand of their transgression so he's saying like your kids are dead because of their sin and you are experiencing all of these calamities because of your sin that's the way that this thing works if you're pure and upright then he's gonna restore to you everything that you've that that he's taken away from you if you're pure and upright uh, then 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 he's gonna give you all of this stuff how would he have taken it away repent Job. You you must have turned your back upon him in order to bring these calamities upon yourself. You you must have separated yourself from the Lord in order to experience this kind of punishment. And and if you will repent and turn back to him, then you will experience life in abundance and abundance, and he'll fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouting. And and those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no more. So again, these are things that are, they're they're not untrue, but they're not fully true, especially contextually. We have heard, God has said from his own lips, Have you considered my servant Job? He is righteous. So we know that Job is righteous. So there are things that, that build out of saying that are true, but they're not true for Job. And so Job answers him, and he says, I know, I know that I can't stand before a holy God. I know that that he is far more powerful than me. I'm not going to accuse him. Uh, I'm not going to try and, like, accuse the... the I, I got nothing. I'm, I'm weak. I'm, I am mortal. But I am righteous. I haven't sinned against him in order to bring these calamities upon me. And again, I am dying here. I am I'm perplexed. I am broken. I have had all of these things taken away from me. And now I'm being accused by my friends of of doing something that I I haven't done. The Lord is doing something that I don't understand and and I want to be done with it. I I don't know why he's tormenting me and allowing these things to come upon me. Know that he's mighty. I've experienced his steadfast love. I don't understand. But I I have nothing to repent of right now. And so, as we close up this section, I would ask you to consider, what does this section tell us about who God is? It's confusing. He is mighty and good, and his ways are higher than our ways. This whole book is one long story. So, uh, we got to get to the end before it's going to really make sense. But as we wrap up, what does this section tell us about who God is? What does this section tell you about yourself and and who you want to be? And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Till then, God bless.